Good morning, everybody. I was just inspired to do an early Tao of the day today. I wasn't sure that I was going to do it. I was actually in the middle of my Spanish and I was just like, nope, I'm going to do it. So let's go ahead and do it. Let's, let's, let's get into the Tao. So the Tao Te Ching is an ancient text written about 600 BCE and it, uh, it translates to the canon of reason. The Canon of Reason has 81 verses. So the Tao Te Ching is, consists of 81 verses of how to live a reasonable life. And if you're interested in picking a number between 1 and 81, we'll read your Tao for the day. We'll go through it, get your opinion on it, get your thoughts on it, and then we'll go through it line by line and see what it might have in store for you. Just in terms of of, of how to live your life in a more reasonable way. Oftentimes when we look at the Tao, it does bring up quite a bit that's going on in our lives and, and helps us just refocus and re-examine what it is that we are experiencing at this moment and how we're experiencing it. So often we go out in the world and want the world to change. Well, in order to live a more reasonable life, you ask yourself to kind of change the way you see the world, the way you're perceiving the world. And there's so much standard out there. It's a, it's a difficult thing to deal with because we're all living under the influence of those standards. We have standards as to how we're supposed to have been brought up. And when we have a standard as to how we're supposed to have been brought up, we often, you know, get upset at our parents or our situation growing up because, oh, there's a standard and, and our upbringing doesn't match or meet that standard. And so we, uh, we can very often, it just gets stuck in this idea that like, oh, my upbringing was quote unquote bad. But in the, in the Tao, we get rid of good and bad and we just say, well, I had this upbringing. This is my responsibility to experience. The experience that I had is mine to have experienced. And it's not mine to to just, you know, bitch about, you know, like, and that's, and that's a big part of what the Tao is talking about. How can you live in accordance with Tao, no matter what your situation is? Of course, there are huge uh, implications to that in terms of trauma and other things. Yes, we don't want to be insensitive to the fact that people experience trauma, but these are still their experiences and we have to uh, be able to honor those in in a way. You know, yesterday I, I picked number one for my Tao of the day. If anybody out there has a, uh, a number between one and 81, I'd love to have you up and we can kind of see, see what your Tao has uh, any number between one and 81. Um, I, I was thinking that I might start going through the Tao just numerically, just uh, one, two, every, every time I get an opportunity to pick a number, I'll just pick the next one up and then eventually I'll have them all, um, have them all looked at for myself. Um, I don't know, like I'm, I'm, I'm actually being torn on that, although I don't have another number, a couple are popping out to me. So if anybody wants a number between one and 81, I have you on and we can talk a little bit about the Tao. Lois, Lois is going to help me out today. Hey, girl. Hey, you just, you're just waking up. I'm doing an early one. You're out there on the West Coast. 
I know uh, I actually had to take Benadryl yesterday, last night, and, or yesterday evening, and I knocked out way early, so I woke up at 2. <laughs> oh, man. And I'm wide awake, and I'm like, okay, we got to go back to sleep, man. So... <laughs> Let's see. Let's see if we can have a nice little lullaby for you. What number do you got? Uh, seventeen. Seventeen. All right. I can just scroll to that really quick. All right. So let's look at seventeen. And we're looking at the Hogan translation. I know we like that one. When the master takes charge, hardly anybody notices. The next best leader is obeyed out of love. After that, there is a leader who is obeyed out of fear. The worst leader is one who is hated. Trust and respect people. That is how you earn their trust and respect. The master doesn't give orders. They work with everyone else. When the job is done, people are amazed at what they have accomplished. You know, this one just has a different feel to me this morning because of, uh, because of what's going on. Uh, you know, because, you know, you had to take Benadryl yesterday. So it has an interesting, just different feel for me. Usually it's pretty straightforward. How are you feeling about it? Well, it, it, to me, every time you read the verses, um, I, I, I'm sorry, I see my growth, man. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, dude, I live the dial, hey. Mm. <laughs> well, that's, you know, and I think that's an interesting thing because we've been reading this for a while. And, you know, the people that come on regularly, like yourself and Julie and, and Energy Lady and stuff, like, like we've, we've covered so much territory with these, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued because I know we know this one. You and I have, I believe covered this one before. Nope, Maybe not. I anymore. never did 17. I try to keep a record of what I don't do. So I don't oh. have the same thing. Let I, me, let what? me, let <laughs> me read this Isabel Mears translation. Cause, um, cause this, this, because I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting a sort of feeling this morning. So in ancient times, the people knew that they had rulers. Then they loved and praised them. Then they feared them. Then they despised them. The rulers did not trust the people. The people did not trust the rulers. The rulers were grave. Their words were precious. The people having finished their work and brought and brought it to a successful issue said, we affirm the self. Wow, that's a, that takes on a whole new perspective. Doesn't it? Yeah. So this is this is where we're at. I'm going to read that again. In ancient times, the people knew that they had rulers. Then they loved and praised them. Then they feared them. Then they despised them. The rulers did not trust the people. The people did not trust the rulers. The rulers were grave. Their words were precious. The people, having finished their work and brought it to a successful issue, said, we affirm the self. That to me, it, that's like you, you're quoting Bible scripture at this yeah. point. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? Uh, when, you, when you talk about the people needing a ruler and the way that supposedly in the Bible it tells you about uh, the children of Israel, they needed somebody to lead. Then when the people came up to lead, first they were happy because they had some leaders and then they were enslaved. <laughs> yeah. By 
stuff and then they were in fear and the, and because they were enslaved and people were taking advantage then the people who ever taken advantage were were getting scared of the people okay because anybody could come up and i guess find out they're fraud and find out they're right. whatever and then in the end the people have to come to a knowledge of themselves it's the spiritual right. journey it's, that's just tells the, the story yeah. of the spiritual journey that is so yeah like this takes on such a different approach than the than the other translations that we've looked at it sounds more scriptural than the other translations it's more practical right this, this one is this one is, is all about the journey right and and there's really nothing like as we look at this to kind of go through it line by line one leads into the next and so yeah. you know so in ancient times the people knew they had rulers like this idea that like you're born and just like us we're born mm -hmm. and we are under the rule of the economic yeah. system. No, first we're under the rule of the parents. and we Right, we're under the rule of the parents, but the parents are under the rule of the economic system. And so they pass that on to us. And, and we all grow praising this system, praising these systems of the education system, which is geared to benefit the, edu the economic system and all of these sorts of things. Even we can even see today that the political system is even you know, like is, is cow towing to the economic system, you know? So the people knew that they had rulers. You're born under the influence. The people know that they are under the influence. They, well, they don't know that, but they know that they, they, they are inundated to the influences that they, that are ruling over them. Right. Then they loved and praised them. So as a child, you love and praise that system, you know, us like as children, well, we want to go out and buy our toys and our candy and our stuff and all of these, all the marketing that's out there for us, you know, then they feared them, you know, like you can easily fear a ruler for you know, not giving you what you want or, or all sorts of things. Well, you, you begin to realize that you're not, you're not getting what you want, but it seems like they're getting everything. And mm -hmm. that's why you get that what, judgment. The judgment yeah. and the judgment ruins everything for everybody. So even if they were a good ruler or, or whatever, and they were benevolent, you uh, you tend to assume the worst of them and say, you know, well, if they got it. Why don't I have it? And you start, right. start comparing. You kind of screw yourself, you right? Know? And then then when you realize, hey, I don't need to compare. Hey, this right. is it. You know, and you know, that's, you know, that's life though. That's, this is like that's just a beautiful life. cycle, right? It's the cycle yeah. of learning really it first, is. first you love and praise them. Then you fear them and then you despise them because you don't have, and they do or whatever. The rulers did not trust the people. The people did not trust the rulers. And then all of a sudden you're distrustful of everything that's around you. Yeah, because if you, if the rulers start feeling that, like, wait a minute, they're acting different. What the heck is going on? Wait a minute, are they going to come and try to take what I have? Mm-hmm. And, and then when you realize it ain't all about that BS, it's about you finding the center of you, then then things change. So, yeah, this, this is like this is just life, it's life itself. And, and 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 it, and it's biblical and it's a cycle of life. Period. Mm -hmm. it's the cycle.
life because we go into everything like that. I don't care what, when you start a new job, you start a new job like that. You go in mm-hmm. wide she tell you got a new supervisor you all gung-ho and stuff and then you start seeing some shit and then you start getting act uh, feeling contrary then you start mm-hmm. saying okay uh, what the hell is going on and then finally you come like oh dang okay that's what they wanted me for you know what i'm out <laughs> you don't trust them they don't trust you and then this line really uh-huh. throws me for a little bit of a loop but i think I've, i i think i have a grasp on it now the rulers were grave their words were precious mm-hmm. you know and i always look at that as being like you know when you look at a ruler they use words to try to manipulate but at the core of their words is often a truth that you have to understand not from the standpoint of the speaker but from the standpoint of yourself like when a ruler says something how do you respond to it and when you can see how you respond to it you can see a part of yourself. Yeah. And when you respond distastefully, let's say, to something that's said, you can pay attention and you can say, oh, why did I respond in that way? And when you can point that out, when you can recognize that you responded in some sort of way because you're scared. Right because you have fear, because you have hatred, because you despise the ruler, you're responding in that way. And that's why it's precious. So no matter what they say, if it makes you happy or if it makes you scared or frustrated or whatever, just like with all of this January 6th stuff going on right now, how does it make you feel? You don't have to pay attention to the ruler. One minute. The what going on right now? January 6th. What's January 6th? January 6th is when the quote-unquote insurrection happened and everybody's in, in court right now. Like, um, everybody's in court, right? You know, like, like Donald Trump's, uh, you know, like, uh, connection to the, you know, quote-unquote insurrection that happened on January oh, 6th. Oh, okay, okay. Because I'm like, I, you know, I don't watch no news. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, you know. Stuff but like the, that. So I'm like, what? It's in my periphery, so I mention it. But, uh, but you know, anytime the news or politics or anybody says something, it's not that it's, it says here the rulers were grave, but their words were precious because their words caused somebody to feel some sort of way. Yeah, that's right. And, and that's it, why it's precious. Yeah, and but the whole thing is the bottom line is when you get to you, mm-hmm. uh, you have to value what you think about whatever are your emotional thing by that heart center part of you, and when you get there, you don't you, then you're able to see what's real and what's not real, whether it's fear, whether it's not fear, whether they whether whether you being bullshitted or are you a bullshit, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Cause you're either gonna be one or the other. You might be when you're not in the heart center. You bullshitting, or you are, are you being bullshitted? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, so uh, coming to grips with that kind of stuff. But yeah, this is this is a good one. This is you a know, good one. as we talked about a lot the cycle, and this is a cycle. Every time we start something new, we enter into that cycle. 
right have, with, an, with an open yeah. like we we enter into it with an open heart and say we love this thing uh -huh. and then as it starts to as it starts to settle out oh we're afraid of it uh -huh. and then it, and then it says oh we hate this thing uh -huh. and then and uh -huh. then you lose trust yep and then you have to recognize your work you know and this could be in anything the rulers were grave but their words were precious and when you can recognize that the words the things that you have coming in are talking about you this uh -huh. brings us to the next line which is the people having finished their work and brought it to a successful issue. That was, that's the thing. When you take the words that are so precious and do your work with them, meaning that right. you check, you check your shit. Fact check, yeah, do your right? uh -huh. you, you use their words and how they make you feel to do your work and brought it to a successful issue. You, you raise yourself up beyond the distrust, beyond the, 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 the hatred of the ruler beyond the fear of the ruler and then you can love again but you don't love the ruler you love yourself which brings us to the final line we affirm the self yes 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 so yeah this is a good one i never had this one before you know, this uh, is beautiful. Yeah. I, I love that we went to mirrors on that because i think this one has a very different flavor to it than the other translation well it was more Mm, dare I say dogmatic? <laughs> yeah, you know, but it was it was it it, it but, talks about it talks about the cycle, and I think the cycle is really important here. And when we look yeah. at the other translation, you know, it's like it talks about um, the kinds of leader, and then trust and respect to people. That's how you earn and trust earn their trust and respect. And and I agree with that. But that works on both levels. Like right, like. The masters don't give orders. They work with everybody else. When their job is done, the people say, amazing, we did it by ourselves. But that's just it. Like when it talked about the master's words being the thing that people are working with because it's making people feel some sort of way, yeah. that was deeper. That was that that connected a dot that I don't think was connected in the other trend. No, it wasn't because they referred back to the, the the word the their words or the word being spoken to them and they had to come to grips with they had it has to be their word, your own personal word being That's spoken right. to you that motivates your feelings to action. Yeah. It, you know, so like I said, it's a life cycle it's a life cycle of everything we begin and until we become self-aware and we and we once you come back up and finish that up yeah it's such a beautiful way of looking at this chance just this chapter yeah adopson is where we all begin before we come to the knowledge of the true love of self um and, and this is not nothing selfish love, but you know what I'm talking about. When we come yeah. to the love of our center of our being, we all start out like that, where, where we put all the stakes in the in the rulers. We put all the stakes in their words and what they're going to do for us and what somebody else is going to change the life for us and somebody else is going to provide us with the money to do this for us. When it comes down to it, ain't no damn Superman coming to save your ass, okay? You better get That's up right. and stay down on yourself, okay? And it's that part. It's that part when we come to the knowledge of this is on me. This ain't on this ain't on them. This is on me. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, and the thing is, and when you come, you also come to that part where, wait a minute, if I'm suffering in this and I'm suffering in that, what's the common denominator in my suffering? Me. Me. Always. And you always got to come back to you and then, and then realize that you were hearing colorful, flowerful words in order to motivate you to do something for them when you should have been giving yourself them beautiful, colorful words so that you can become creating for you and for the collective. So That's it's right. a big it's a big difference. And and I love you, Martin. And I'm gonna let I somebody else come up here. I'm gonna let you read a couple of yours because uh, I could tell you if I hadn't woke up, I wouldn't have caught you. I was good. Well, I'm, I'm glad yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you now. got up. Like I, I hope you can get yourself like hope you can get a little bit more sleep this morning and uh and and have a great day. Well, if I don't, I'm going to get up and wash some dishes and finish cleaning before I get ready to, uh, to go on my trip in a week and a half now. So, You're going to France, yeah? Yes, buddy. Oh, I'm so, I'm so excited. I got I want to pack right now, but my dog gets all crazy when she sees the suitcase because oh, I, I yeah. do travel a lot. Okay. <laughs> so, But I love you, and I will talk to you when I see you again. Yes, absolutely. I'll be okay. Love you, all baby. Right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. If anybody has a number between 1 and 81, I would love to read a little Tao with you. Um, I just read number 17. And we read the Isabel Mears version. And, um, and, and, and such a beautiful uh, take on that number 17. Her Majesty Abby, how are you, love? I am doing well. How are you? I am beautiful as always. I'm oh, just loving, good. loving, loving who I am, where that's, I am. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. My number is two. Two. Oh, that's beautiful. That was a number I was contemplating picking today. So let's let's dive into number two. Okay. When people see some things as beautiful, other things become ugly. When people see some things as good, other things become bad. Being and non-being create each other. Difficult and easy support each other. Long and short, they define each other. High and low depend upon each other. And before and after follow each other. Therefore, the master acts without doing anything and teaches without saying anything. Things arise and she lets them come. Things disappear and she lets them go. She has, but doesn't possess. Acts, but doesn't expect. When her work is done, she forgets it. That's why it lasts forever. Hmm. Hmm. That's, that's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. So we'll break it down. And it sounds like you're just getting up in the morning. Yes. That's <laughs> beautiful. Yes. It's okay. Let's, 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 let's snuggle in a little bit and let's start coming back into our bodies and just kind of being, being soft at this moment. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so, and, and this is a beautiful way to start our day because what we start with here is when, when people see some things as beautiful, other things become ugly. When people see some things as good, other things become bad. You know, the morning when we wake up is a special time because it's a time when we often don't make the decision as to who we are at this moment but we bring yeah. in all of the everything that we were yesterday and then mm -hmm. we can often wake up 
just in the same stir that we were in yesterday, seeing the world as we did when we went yeah. to sleep. You know, yeah. like we can see, you know, like it's wonderful if we fell asleep and thought everything is beautiful and we wake up and think everything is beautiful. But very often, mm -hmm. especially if we do it mindlessly, we go to sleep and think about the things that we didn't do right. Yeah. And then when we wake up, we have this creation of like, what's not right? Well, mm. before we had an idea of what wasn't right, we created right. You know, when we're born, our parents tell us what's right and thus expressing to us what's wrong. They say they reward us. And then when we don't get rewarded in that same way, we realize that we didn't do as right as we were expected to do. Mm. You know, and that's what this first sort of section is. And when you wake up in the morning, it's so great to try and try and bring in a sense of broadening of our understanding and, and dropping some of those ideas of what's beautiful. How about this is beautiful, no matter what? You know, I like to say to a lot of people, like, don't let your definition of perfection yes. rob you of yours, because it's those definitions that keep us from actually expressing ourselves completely because we're afraid of being wrong. That's the word definition, definition. Yeah. Yes, because, you know, whenever you try to define something, you lose it. Yes. You lose its ability to expand. Right. You lose its ability to give you another perspective of things. Mm -hmm. So, just like you said, you just have to let things be. Don't define it as good or bad. That's just right. be. And that's where this, this comes in. When people see some things as beautiful, mm -hmm. once you create the definition, mm -hmm. then you have created its opposite. Yeah. When people see some things as good, other things become bad. The other things weren't bad before you made a good. Wow. And once you make that good, and very often when mm -hmm. you wake up in the morning, you reignite all of the definitions you carried. You're like, oh, I need coffee yeah. because coffee's good. Oh, right, coffee is good for me now because I need to wake up and 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 all of the things. Oh, I don't want to go to work. And like and all of a sudden we start kind of creating all of these things rather than just waking up and being here now. And of mm. course that's not easy in our world, but if we can just broaden the definitions a little bit every day, then then we can see the world from a new perspective. Yeah. In other words, what I'm getting from you is that definition, defining, keeps you a prisoner. Meaning that yes. as you keep defining, you're making this close boundaries around you. And yeah. before long, you're suffocating because you've already concretized these boundaries around you that you can see beyond. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And this is where this next section comes in. And this next section goes through five pairs. 
being and non-being create each other, difficult and easy support each other, long and short define each other, high and low depend upon each other, before and after follow each other. And after reading that, I like to say, so what's it matter? Yeah. So why does it matter if you're talking about being or non-being? Why does it matter if you're talking about easy or difficult? Many people want to focus on, oh, it was so hard. Many yeah. people want to say, oh, it took so long. Many people want to say, oh, it's so high and so hard. Oh, before and after follow each other. So if you have a before, accept that there will be an after. And that doesn't mean that either is good or bad or beautiful or ugly. And then after those, after those pairings, after those pairings, there is therefore the master acts without doing anything and teaches without saying anything. See, all of those pairs that we went through, they do their work. The master doesn't have to, doesn't have to express it in any way difficult and easy support each other so the master doesn't have to put any energy towards either of them mm. you can just acts without doing anything you know that that idea of not doing anything mm. is interesting because how do you not do anything right Right. And and I remember the first time I recognized it when I dropped someone off at their home and I had to drive, I don't know, it was like six miles or whatever, you know, in, mm -hmm. in Chicago, that's a that's a distance. And I drove someone home and said, thanks for driving me home. And I was like, oh, it's nothing. And I my jaw dropped as they were getting out of the car because I was just like, I literally just said, it is nothing. I did nothing. Mm hmm. And, and it was just like that which is within your being rather than being within your doing, mm -hmm. that which is done through your being is nothing. It is just who you are. Right. Wow. So in other words, it looks life is a continuous, it's almost like a continuous scale where it's seeking balance and therefore we have those tendencies to compare one against each other trying to find a middle ground and defining and defining and if i were to define oh i have to drive six miles that you know and it's this hour and oh it's bad yeah you know and a lot of times when you want to do some a favor for someone they go oh no here are the reasons that you shouldn't do that because they don't have the ability to receive your love they can say oh it's too late oh it's this mm. oh it's that but you're like no literally it's nothing yeah like i am going to do this because I am just being drawn to do it. And yeah. every time we're drawn to do something, there is no good or bad. I'm not being good. Mm -mm. I could, I could, you know, be going home and have a flat tire and I can just change that tire and continue on home. Or I can get that flat tire and I can say, oh, if I didn't have to drive them home, if I didn't get this flat tire, these things are bad. Well, as soon as I define bad, then, I'm defining the, what's good. And then I may never want to drive someone home ever again. 
I'm beginning not to like the word define. (laughs) As soon as you define one thing, you know, like the Tao also, like, and I read this yesterday, Mm -hmm. like, you know, words or or names, Mm -hmm. like names meaning definitions are the beginning of all particular things. Meaning that like you are part of the entire universe without Mm -hmm. exception. And yet you see yourself as separate from the tree yeah from the wind you're like oh if i could be a bird and fly well you are Mm. now be that be that in your heart know that touch Mm -hmm. that bird like be there Mm -hmm. you are these things you are not separate in your heart yes it looks like you're separate but in your heart, you are and hold that Godhead. You hold that, that, that spirit that is connected mm-hmm. to everything. This is why we can act without doing anything. Yeah. It just arises from us. And we can teach without saying anything. Just, just by being, other people can learn. Mm. And this is why... and. Uh, it, put emphasis on the awesomeness of being in a collective consciousness because as i sit here if i identify with everything around me i can actually be them meaning that i can live through them without really limiting myself so i see a tree and because i know it's part of me i can live through the tree if I see a bird because it's part of me, I can live through it, meaning that I can support it. If I see Martin John on here, mm-hmm. I can live through him, meaning that I feel he's part of me and therefore I can support. You can support yes. me and yourself. And myself. Because yes, we are connected and yes. it, isn't, it isn't separateness we can understand truth yeah by knowing that and and this is like you can teach without saying anything because you can teach through that energetic love yeah and it doesn't you know we really like the uh the obvious we really like to learn by getting a test and getting a good score but like Mm -hmm. really learning happens slowly over time through connection it does you know and then this one finishes by saying things arise and she lets them come things disappear and she lets them go she has but doesn't possess acts Mm -hmm. but doesn't expect like and what you're saying is like you have Mm -hmm. access to that tree but you don't possess the tree yeah you have access to me but you don't possess me you have access to everything on in the universe Mm -hmm. and yet you don't possess any Mm -hmm. of it it isn't it isn't yours to do what you will with it but you can learn from everything and i don't even think you possess yourself exactly you know like you get to experience this Mm -hmm. and so like just walk into it with wide eyes every morning when you wake up don't Mm -hmm. be who you were yesterday be who you are today yeah you know, uh, also the word possession uh, just sounds to me like uh, 
um, seizing, meaning that you cut it short, you cut its life short. Because for me to possess a beautiful rose, I have to pluck it Mm -hmm. and keep it and not let it grow. There's a song that says the rose died because you picked it. Oh my gosh. Wow. You know. Wow, that's beautiful. That's yeah. my, I'm glad I picked two because I was seeing, <laughs> I was seeing two cats in a row in my dreams. So I'm like, I'm gonna pick Aww. two. <laughs> and this one, this one just ends with when her mm-hmm. work is done, she forgets it. That's why it lasts forever. Oh, you know, I love that. You know what? I always say that because <laughs> I'll come back and finish. Yeah, come back up and finish that land that. I would love to hear what what your thoughts are. When her work is done, she forgets it. It's so good to not be attached to your work. That's why it lasts forever. Yes. Yes. You know, that work is done and forgetting. It's an act that is so vital right now in my life in terms of, you know, I do go to a lot of nursing homes mm-hmm. and I do see especially women in the dementia unit. Yeah. And I think to myself, I said, how this computer, which is the mind crashed was because of holding on to so many windows, so many things that it gets to a point that there is no movement. Yeah. So in order to free movements, in order to continue to have a sane mind, you have to let go. You have to let your mind be a pathway, comes and goes, open ends. Yeah. You have to forget it. Yeah, you have to. And I realized that in my line of work, which I see so many people a day, I can't keep everything in my mind. So I deal with people to the best of my ability and I let go. And then I take another one and I let go. And I realize that that has reduced so much anxiety and stress. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. We have to forget because if we remember we get caught up in the idea that it's important to remember, Mm -hmm. you know, there is no, there is no right way to go about it. And when Mm -hmm. we remember, we often can find ourselves like, Mm -hmm. like lost in what used to be rather than being here in this moment. And that's what this, this idea of waking up with a certain idea on your mind um, mm-hmm. really is about. Because if you wake up and remember who you were yesterday, well, then how do you know who the hell you are today? Wow, remembering almost almost sounds like possession. Yeah, mm. it does. And I think that it's important to be able to forget. Yeah. You know, be present now. Right. Well, you're getting a call this early in the morning. I tell you, these patients are relentless. They call me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Her Majesty Abby, I love All you right. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you very much, man, John. <laughs> bye bye. Have a wonderful morning. You a wonderful day. <laughs> Absolutely. Mary Kay is going to join me this morning. I'm very excited. Mary, how are you? Good morning. Wow, I heard briefly the conversation. And it's so... She talked about dementia. Yeah. And I have one of those memories that I could remember everything. Yeah, that, that, could, be, that could be a curse. I know. It's, I could, like, go back to my childhood. Just give me a day, a time, and a year, or it... Tr tr uh, trigger it and I'll go into details. Yeah, that's 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 why we don't want to trigger those things. <laughs> a burden. Yeah, it's definitely a burden. I don't think that uh, I don't I don't envy that at all. I, you know, at this point, at my age, I'm saying to myself, how do I just erase it? And I have a family member who is a professor of dementia, Alzheimer's, pathology, neurology, all that is connected. Yeah. And he also is another person, but he's able to just let it go and mm -hmm. continue the following day. You know, that's an important, you know, it's an important lesson here, like with number two, at least, where it says, you know, when your work is done, she forgets it. When this moment okay. is done, forget it. I was going to pick number three. Oh, good. Let's move on to number three. But I, I want to say something. I was with my best friend, Oscar, yesterday, and he's like, Mary, this is the rear, uh, uh, rear, uh, rear, you know, in the car, I don't drive, rear, you know, the view mirror, rear window, whatever. Don't look back. I don't want to hear the history of this street, that street, where you've been. I don't want to hear it. That's right. And, and that's why he's a friend. <laughs> yeah. And at the end of the night, we ended up in an argument. No, oh, I'm sorry. Because I did it again. And yeah. I, no, but it's fine. Uh, uh, so, so, so this number three is interesting. Yeah. If you, if you overesteem great men and, and even though we're talking, we, it says here, great men, what I want to do, if you overesteem anything, even your memory or that, which you recall, if you overesteem great men, people become powerless. You know, if you overesteem something, something is like all of the things that are attached to that so if you overesteem one memory other memories become powerless if you overvalue possessions people begin to steal the master leads by emptying people's minds and filling their cores by weakening their ambition and toughening their resolve wow he helps people lose everything they know, everything they desire, and creates confusion in those people who think that they do know. Practice not doing, and everything will fall into place. You know, as I look at this and I hear about your story with your buddy Oscar yesterday, you know, like, the master leads by emptying people's minds. My goal as, you know, maybe a master or whatever 
is to get you to be here with me now and not to have you over esteem or overvalue your ideas and your thoughts and your and your memories because if you overvalue possessions because you do possess those memories people begin to steal so what does that mean you just described my mother yes the woman i hated that i love so much absolutely I would come home and things would just be disappeared. But that, that also has to do with your ideas, right? Like if you tell somebody something, they could adopt that and use it against you. Yes. And so this is where like, if you overesteem or overvalue anything, it's going to turn on you. You are going to you are going to take away from everything else because this moment, Mary, this moment where you and I are connected is the most important moment. It is the moment that we have right now. And if we overvalue the past, we don't get to have this moment because the past is being brought up all the time. And and if I trigger a memory from your past, then where do you go? You go away into the past. And I know I've spoken with you before where I've had to bring you back because you went somewhere else. And it's like, oh no, Mary, we are not going there because I can't go with you. And so we're going to, we're going to stay here together. And this is where the master leads by emptying people's minds and filling their cores. I want to fill your core. Your mind is fine, but it's already so full. I want to fill you with like, bless you. Bless you. I want to fill you with a sense of self. And I want to, you know, like here it says, weaken their ambition and toughen their resolve. I want to make you like, you are a tough woman, Mary. You've been through quite a bit. But you've also given up a lot of yourself along the way in order to do that. Yes. And that's something that I don't think is worth it. You are so much more important than the resolve and the points that have been made throughout your life. He helps people lose everything they know, everything they desire, and creates confusion in those who think that they know. And I think that that's a, that's a big deal. Like when you can, when you can let go of knowing and Mary, knowing is such an important thing for you because you have seen so much and done so much, but you are also here now. Yes. You're here and you don't have to know anything to be here. You are perfect right now, here, as you are. Practice not doing, and everything will fall into place. And now I I understand him. Yeah. He just said it in different words, and you clarified it. Yeah, he just wants to hang out with his buddy. Yeah. And he loves you. Yes. 
And and in order for him to be able to do that, you have to you have to be accessible. And when you are when you are <coughs> stuck in your own uh, memory because your memory is such a strong asset and it has served you so well but it doesn't serve your relationship with Oscar yes because Oscar can't go with you no and so so it takes work though you know like I just put out a little ebook with all of my quotes in it. One of the quotes that is in it is about, um, oh, I forgot which one I wanted to use. Um, but it is about being here now, you know, being, being, allowing yourself to just let go of, of, of the idea of who you are so that you can be present with who you actually are right now. You don't have to prove anything to Oscar. He loves you either way. But I just keep going back, and I'm working on this. I go back, and I have to explain things in detail. And no, you I, don't. It's anno annoying. I know it's annoying for me. Yeah. Here I go. I'm doing it again. That's right. You do so not need to explain things. You do not need a reason. You do not need, you do not need any of that. You know, what you need is to just allow yourself to be you. You don't have to tell people why, you know, you know, they did studies of like, of, of people and they were like, we're going to, we're going to test your brain and we want you to squeeze this balloon whenever you want. You know, whenever you feel like you want to squeeze the balloon, you go ahead and squeeze the balloon. And when they tested people, they realized that their brain told them to squeeze the balloon before they made the decision to squeeze the balloon. Like just before they made the decision or like I made the decision and when did you make the decision? And we found that the, that the actual decision was made well before you yeah. made the decision. It's not you making the decision. It's not about you. It is like, so when we come up with all of the reasons why, when we come up with all of that kind of stuff, when we explain and express and remember and all, that's all just us trying to be important. But really, we're not. Yeah, and if we, can, if we can remember that we're not as important as we think we are, then we can live a healthier life. My grandmother used to tell me she was very intelligent and from time to time she would say stop. Ignorance yeah. is bliss. Yes. Absolutely. Those, you know, the Tao has a verse that says those who talk don't know, those who know don't talk. Yes. I see that. Yeah. You know, silence is a beautiful thing. And if you can't sit in silence, then there's something upsetting within you about you. And those are the things that I work with in my recover yourself work, you know, and those are the, that's all very important to, to being in this place where you can practice not doing so everything falls into place. I'm going to start working with you. 
on that. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Please do. Yeah, reach out to me. Reach I out will. to me uh, on on Instagram or, or or on here. You can send me a message. Um, let me make sure. I have you on my Instagram. Yeah. And I have yeah, good. Chat. And you can you I can message me chat. here as well. So so you definitely. Um, definitely message me and then we can start talking you know i have my workshop which is available on my website and i also just yes. put out this this book of of quotes that might be a really good place for you to start it's only it's only five dollars but you can download it and it's okay. uh, it's got 28 quotes on it it's really it's a really helpful little tool to just books. start just start start understanding the depth uh, that that you can achieve i will I yeah will. Oh, Mary, thank you so much thank for coming Thank you so up. much. Everyone have a blessed day. Thank you, Martin. Thank you. Oh, so beautiful. Um, thank you guys so much for joining me. If anybody has a number between 1 and 81, I would love to have you up and we can talk about the Dow. Uh, I'm Martin John. Like I was telling Mary, you can go to my website, martinjohn.com, and you can get a, a book of quotes of mine. Those quotes um, are all about recovering yourself. Because when you get to recover who you are, then you get to recover everything. And that's what this, that's even what the Tao is. When I have you come up and we talk about the Tao, it's all about living a reasonable life. Why is it reasonable? Because you're being you and you get to be who you are. There's no need to try and impress or live under the influence of other people, things. You get to be you. And that's what recovering yourself is all about. So much of this conversation of recovery, and I have 21 years clean and sober, um, be 21 in, in December, but, uh, or 22 in December. Um, you know, like so much of the conversation around recovery is in the realm of recovering from, but I talk about what is it we're recovering to. Because when we can recover ourselves, when we can recover who we are, and not just who we thought we were, who we think we are, but who we actually are, when we can recover who we are, then we are God. Uh, no, I don't want to mince words at all on that. You're creative. You are the creator and you're connected to all things. Yes, that is, that is what you are here to be. And so when we can recover to that, little by little, making those little shifts, it's not something you go to sleep and wake up the next day and become, but it's something that you, you, you move towards. And you move towards that because you're living life. What else is there to do here? This is what life is. Life is to be connected to all things. And that's why we look at the Tao, because the Tao really kind of speaks of the direction that we're going, even though it was speaking of the direction we were moving from. We now have logic. Now with logic, how do we live more reasonably with logic? And the, um, the Tao was written as logic was taking hold. It was written 3,000 years ago as the frontal lobe really started taking hold of society and living uh, day to day. Now it's us, right? Now we're moving back into a state where it is where we are able to live more reasonably. And I have lots of thoughts on that. We can talk about all of that stuff over time. Love you guys so much. Thank you for joining me. Definitely check out my website where I have uh, like I said, that ebook as well as my Recover Yourself workshop available uh, for you to check out and have access to. 
If you're interested in working with me, definitely reach out to me, DM me here, or uh, if I'm not following you, you can DM me on uh, Instagram and some of my other website stuff, like my links, uh, my link tree is here. So if you go anywhere on my link tree, you can probably message me, give me a message and I would love to uh, set up a call and go to my website and set up a call directly as well. Thank you so much for joining me for Dow of the Day. I'm your host, Martin John. I host all things Recover Yourself. And until next time, you keep recovering yourself. <laughs>